Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. Welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola Deviscovi, and I'm here to help you create freedom and prosperity in your life with the location-independent business that you can run from anywhere in the world. Welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. This is episode 13. Um, a special episode. And I'm sure you would say, but you always say that this is a special episode. Well, this is a special episode indeed. It is a rebroadcast of an interview with a dear friend, uh, Faith Barnard, who is no longer uh, with us. I interviewed Faith in 2014 when I was about to write my contribution to a book published by um, PWN Publishing, and the title is The Female Leader, Empowerment, Confidence and Passion. And I would add the, um, the link to uh, this book that is still sold on Amazon, uh, for those of you who are interested. And I wrote a chapter devoted to women in their 50s, entitled 50 and Beyond, Rediscovering Yourself. Um, at that time, I asked uh, several women, including Faith, uh, to be interviewed to help me write uh, write this chapter in this book. I really wanted to um, hear their experiences, their life experiences as women in their 50s. I had a particular life experience myself and I wanted to hear whether, you know, they shared the same things I went through, especially uh, um, emotionally, but also in terms of, you know, being able to see this uh, uh, time in your life as an opportunity to start a brand new chapter, so a new beginning. Uh, Faith and I had met uh, several years before on the internet. We were both members in one of those uh, communities or tribes, as they were called, uh, gathering uh, bloggers, uh, marketers um, who supported each other, uh, syndicated each other's contents and formed collaborations. Um, so that was how we met. And I have always been inspired by this woman, by her approach 
uh, her life approach. Mm. Her always being very positive and uh, open uh, to accept whatever life uh, presented to her as the exactly the right thing that she needed to experience and to learn from at that time. And a woman who in her 50s um, was trying to create that perfect balance between your physical, mental, spiritual uh, life. Uh, she's always been a great inspiration to me. Um, to the point that I decided to start my chapter with a quote from my interview with her. And I'm reading it to you. Uh, I feel I'm in the best place I've probably been in my life. 50s to me is an opportunity for you to step into the fact that you've had time to grow and know yourself. It's new beginnings. So in this interview, we explore several, uh, several aspects of what uh, it means to be a woman in her 50s. It's a particular time in a woman's life. It's a time when you go through so many challenges, menopause and your body changes. Um, your parents grow older and uh, your parents die. They got sick. You are no longer taken care of by them, but the situation is really the opposite. It's to now taking care of your parents. Uh, your children grow older and you experience an empty nest. And um, also from the professional point of view, many, many things change. You may be uh, facing a job loss and at this age it is very difficult to, to be re-employed by a company and probably you have to explore new things and there's fear and there's uh, uh, concern. So many, many challenges that at the same time are good opportunities to start afresh and for a new beginning. And so these are the things uh, Faith and I speak about in this interview. Uh, so I hope this interview is uh, as inspiring as it has always been to me. It's been very inspiring in 2014 when I interviewed her. And every now and then I continue to listen to this interview and it's also my tribute to this wonderful woman. Uh, we've been friends on Facebook uh, and on Skype. We've never met in person, but I've always cherished this uh, relationship. And it was a mutual uh, feeling for, for both of us. We respected each other. We had a very uh, good opinion of each other. I admired uh, faith for her courage 
for the way she's faced all her challenges uh, until uh, until the last challenge that she had to face. So it's my tribute to her. I hope that this interview will inspire as many women as possible, but also men. Uh, I hope that it will inspire all of you who think you are too old to be able to start afresh or to change your life and your career for the better. For those of you who are scared to having to face the unknown. And to all of you who are seeking inspiration to really take the first step to a new beginning. So without any further ado, let me introduce to you my friend Faith Barnard. So Faith, first of all, thank you for joining me in this project. <laughs> thank you for asking me. And thank you for your time. And um, so my first question to you is, today's 50s are yesterday's 40s, so they say. So what does being in your 50s mean to you? Well, for me, being in my 50s is a, a deeper sense of who I am. I, I, I know myself better now. <laughs> I feel I know myself better. Uh, there's almost more of a sense of freedom because there's less expectations uh, outwardly from society, so I can I, I get to rewrite myself, so to speak. It's like a reboot in your 50s. You get to re-energize yourself. Uh, you know, I think sometimes people fear their 50s, but for me, uh, taking good care of myself in terms of my health, uh, it's been really a delight. You know, I've had some health challenges, so it's really me, really made me appreciate my health even more because it hasn't always been something that's been easy. But I feel I'm, I'm probably in the best place I've ever been in my life, uh, actually. And so the 50s to me is, is an opportunity to step into the fact that you've had time to grow to know yourself. Um, and it's, a, it's new beginnings. That's what it feels like to me, new beginnings. I like that. I mean, it's the same to me. New beginnings, I'm rediscovering myself. Yes. At this age, women start undergoing major transitions in their life. Parents' death, a separation or divorce, menopause, widowhood, moving to another city. And this, you know, may be turning points uh, in our lives or they may strongly affect our lives. Has there been any major turning point in your life? I would say I'm, I'm right there at when I was 50, menopause hit, and it did not hit in a friendly way. <laughs> I was completely overwhelmed by menopause. Uh, then we moved to Sedona from Seattle, Washington. We moved to Sedona, Arizona, which is up in the Red Rock country. It's a small community. So that part we loved, and we moved to the sunshine. That was all very positive. But within weeks of moving here, my mom passed away from an accident. And it happened very suddenly. So there was the menopause thing that sort of started this huge amount of change where what my old habits, things that I would do like stay up too late, uh, not take care of myself, weren't working anymore. 
<laughs> I, you know, it's like my body was not going to have any part of that. And brain uh, symptoms of menopause that sometimes were unexpected and in a way brought me to my knees. It, it just really got me grounded in being in the moment, being in the present, because I had to deal with what was right in front of me with my health first and foremost. And then moving to Sedona was like a dream come true. So very, very positive, getting more sunlight. Seattle's beautiful, and I love Seattle, Washington, but lots and lots of rain. And so getting into the sunshine felt like a very much a healing and a new stage of my life was emerging. But then immediately after that, my mom passed away very suddenly due to an accident. She had a huge impact on my life. We had, in, in the early years, a love-hate relationship. Um, my mother was a single mom. She was head of the she was head of the uh, English department for a small Presbyterian Presbyterian college in Illinois, and she was head of the English department. She was a, really loved what she she was doing as far as teaching and working with the students, and she was very very good at what she does. So she was a great role model to me in that way. Where maybe her role model part that wasn't so good was that she was absent a lot. And forget yeah. about housework, that just didn't happen. But, <laughs> but what her passing, and actually shortly after she passed, before she passed rather, uh, we had a phone conversation, and she just received her theology degree. And mm. she was so excited. She sounded to me like 20 years younger. Her voice sounded younger because she was mm. so happy and excited about getting her theology degree, because prior to that she was an English professor and then she retired, and now she was just doing what she wanted to do. She was writing, she was tutoring students that needed to get their um, high school diploma, and she was mm -hmm. just doing things that really fed her soul. And she was just a huge contributor to the community, really an icon in our small town in Illinois where we grew up and where she taught. Uh, but it was just so fun to hear her on the phone happier than I've ever heard her and just because she was delving into her spiritual life so when she passed for me it was all maybe the unresolved issues that hadn't been completely yeah. dealt with uh, there's a book that came out many years ago called my mother myself yeah. a lot of times we don't you know when we're younger at least for me it was like, you know, I wanted to be as different from my mother as possible. <laughs> and and only, only to realize that I was my mother in my own variation. But I, very much of her qualities, her quality of really wanting to make a difference on the world uh, in individual lives, her love of teaching. I, I've been a network marketing professional for 33, 34 years. And what is that profession all about? It's about teaching. <laughs> so yeah. it was like I really just took that to a more entrepreneurial slant, but it was really encompassing everything I learned from my mother, how to think for myself, to think deeply, to care about others, to communicate effectively. And then all the, I just realized one day I woke up and it's like everything that she was, she was in her life, she gave me as gifts. And so when she passed, it was a chance for me to really come to peace with the things that where we, we seemed like we didn't connect, but we really were connecting in a way that was deeper than I even expected. And I spoke at the, the funeral, and it was a really beautiful 
the eulogy and the whole thing was just a complete healing it felt to me with my mother and myself and for other women and daughters you know yeah. that we all go through these cycles so it felt to me my life at that point had come full circle that I was yeah. really getting the gifts that she gave me at the same time I was uh, more at peace with myself but it seemed was to see that she was that she was going through a change in her career in her life yes. when she died and you were you know undergoing the same kind of change moving to a new town and your menopause and you a new uh, chapter in your life it's interesting this yeah, yeah. it gives me such respect for women uh, yeah. we are so amazing aren't we the strength yeah. uh, the courage yeah. um, all the physical and emotional and psychological and spiritual uh, things that occur just by what a blessing it is to be a woman it really truly is yes yes it's a, a very uh, interesting and blessed life experience being a yes. woman I think yes. sometimes not not always not pleasant <laughs> Not easy, not easy. Not easy. <laughs> Faith, what does starting from scratch or rediscovering yourself may mean for a 50-year-old woman? Wow. You know, rediscovering yourself, it really is, like I said at the beginning, what my 50s represent to me as new beginnings. It's almost as if... You know, I've certainly brought everything I've learned and all my life experiences brought me to this place right now. So I, those are gifts, and I'm really, really grateful for those gifts. And it's a chance to just let that sit, maybe, you know, not define myself by what I was in the past and be willing to be open. And I think women in their 50s, is, there's an opportunity to say, you know, you're never too old. In fact, you're only getting better. My mom used to say, Faith, you're going to love your 40s and 50s because you're going to really have a sense of yourself. It's like good wine. It gets better with age. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so really it was almost like I could take a step back in a sense. Sometimes you have to slow down. And, and, you know, because we're always in a hurry, you know, we have to make a living, yeah. make money, uh, earn an income, handle all the details of our life. Uh, if you have children, of course, you're dealing with, you know, the empty nest syndrome and all that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I didn't go through that exactly, but I sometimes feel it in, in what I do in life because I, every business I've been involved with, it's like everyone's a family to me. It's always like recreating family. But yeah. really for women in their 50s, the most important thing is to love yourself and to mm. be kind to yourself and to take the time to say, you know, what is it that I, I really want now? You know, not what was right back 10 years ago or 20 years ago, but what do I, what do I want and what's important to me right now? And you also have more of a sense of your mortality because you know you're not going to live forever. Yeah. So there's more of an emphasis on instead of always doing for others, because we as women are really good at doing for others. Natural so, givers. <laughs> yes, we're natural givers, and we love that. But I think we also need to learn how to give to ourselves. So I think a woman in, your, in her 50s really is learning to cultivate everything that she's done to give to others to now to also give to herself so that she can bring the wisdom that she's gained through the years 
to a whole another level of experience for herself and, and for others as well because she you are the role model for your family and your community so if you're taking care of yourself then you know in turn you're giving that gift to others yeah that's true you run a successful business can you tell us a little bit about it yeah I've you know it's funny you talk about 50s and new beginnings I have gone through a lot of reinvention over the last few years uh, part of me would have loved to just say hey have one business and that's it and just develop it but as our times are changing so fast technology social media business economy it's all in rapid change yeah. so it's very important as an entrepreneur a business owner to be flexible <laughs> open-minded mm -hmm. and available to the present so you can see the opportunities as they come along what I fell in love with the idea of getting really involved with the internet we wouldn't even in this conversation right now if it wasn't for yeah. both of us engaging with the internet so that we could meet and develop those friendships or even casual relationships that can turn into friendships later on so four or five years ago I really you know I was on Facebook I didn't really understand what it was all about you know I think a lot of people were on Facebook but that was it uh, but it wasn't until about maybe six years ago but five years ago for sure I really said you know what I need to educate myself so I took courses I didn't just learn but I applied what I was learning uh, it wasn't until I started getting involved with uh, what they call uh, blogging groups uh, tribe communities where I was meeting other men and women bloggers and internet marketers and building those new friendships because here I live in a small town I have friends back in Seattle and around the country but I wanted to broaden my horizons so I, I dealt into something that scared me quite a bit, which was technology and the Internet. Now, obviously, technology is getting simpler and simpler and more and more intuitive, but I still had a lot of fear around it and a lot of overwhelm. But I just jumped in with both feet. I thought, you know what? What's, gonna ha what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to fall down, pick myself back up, learn, just learn a little bit as I go along. And I had to tell myself, don't get overwhelmed. If you get overwhelmed, just relax. You don't have to know everything. Just take it one step at a time. So through that journey, it's led me into some internet uh, businesses, both networking related as well as internet based. And the business I have today is probably the compilation spiritual mm -hmm. life, my um, value system, and uh, technology, but in an intuitive sense, and social media. So I got I I really only in March made the decision to move forward with this, where I've uh, gotten involved with a new launch of a social mobile platform, and what excites me about it is the opportunity to connect the world in a significant way. Right now, about seventy percent of the world's population is connected through cell phones <laughs> or some kind of phone, and uh, ninety percent will be in the next few years. And more and more of those phones are becoming smartphones because the price keeps coming down and more and more people are plugging in. This has an opportunity to really change the power structure in the world, to give voice to the people. And what I'm excited about in the endeavor that I'm with now is that I have the opportunity to share something where people's social influence can be tracked. They can see their value in the marketplace as well as in their communities. They can have a voice to, to make the world a better place. So yeah. basically, uh, social mobile 
applications, but it's really about humans connecting with humans, souls connecting with souls, giving voice to the people. So that's that's what I'm up to, and I'm very blessed. What would you say are the characteristics of a mature woman that may be particularly helpful when you are starting a new venture or a new career at an, an older age? Maturity. Maturity. Um, a greater sense that we live in this world with a lot of other people, and it's about really, um, you know, I think in your 50s you have a much better sense of how you fit into the world. You're, uh, you have the confidence in yourself oftentimes to um, allow other people to shine without feeling intimidated about that. So I think it's a, an incredible opportunity being in your 50s and, and, and being a, a business person because you really have a better sense of the world and your place in it. Did you want to ask me anything more about that question? Because I'm not sure if I'm hitting it right on the mark there. So, and the questions are the, your answers are, are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thank you. yes. And I, I really resonate with you, Faith. Uh, thank you because really you are giving voice for what I, to what I feel too. Hmm? Oh, so, wonderful. Yes, thank you. And. You know, I, I've noticed that there are many women who think that in their 50s they are maybe too old to, uh, to, to try something new or too shy or they feel, you know, they're not skilled enough. So which do you think may be the major obstacles, both inner and external, that a woman has to face when, you know, she wants to start a completely new career or business in her 50s? Uh, her belief in herself, um, her, she may feel overwhelmed. Uh, she may feel like she doesn't have the skills or knowledge. Uh, may feel like she can't. You know, sometimes um, if women have been completely committed to raising a family and haven't been in the workplace for a while or even owning a business, uh, they might not feel that they, you know, they just feel like a fish out of water. So I think the important thing that women need to deal with, one, is your, I think it's important to have a strong spiritual life. Because the stronger your spiritual life, I don't know whether you meditate or not, or pray, or yeah, whatever do. that you do, mm -hmm. get a sense of your core, to have a strong core within yourself. I think that will be the foundation that everything else can rest upon. And even your decisions about what kind of business you might be getting into would be directed by the spiritual influence in your life. I think that, and I think at this time that even becomes more pertinent for a lot of, a lot of women. I think it's also very important that women find a support group. Uh, find other women, you know, that they can relate to that are maybe going through the exact same thing or something similar. Uh, women that are wanting, that are positively oriented in their lives, women who are trying new things, women who are learning just like you, um, you know, reach out, do Google searches, find out organizations, both offline and online, that you can become a part of so that you develop, I, a friend of mine uh, coined the name the love posse. Everyone needs yeah. a love posse, which is a love group, you know, people yeah. that are going to help support each other and raise each other up. Because sometimes you're, 
your best friends or you want the best for you most often but they may not have their own belief system in place and so they may poo-poo your ideas or your belief in yourself and say well you've never done that how can you do that I remember years ago when I got into um, filmmaking and, and video production uh, I had prior to that just done basic jobs and marketing and things like that and a friend of mine said you know how can you be getting into television production you've never done that before I said well that's how you do yeah. it you just jump in <laughs> and so it's that willingness to and that's what keeps you young that's what keeps yeah. you alive and vital I just met a most incredible woman here locally she was one of the double mint twins do you remember the double mint twins in the yeah. commercials no. Well, she lives here in Sedona. She's in her 70s or 80s. She's writing books. She has a publishing company. She's involved in community events. She's a contributor. She's a creator. And she looks like she's my, my, that's the other thing. Have role models. Have yeah. mentors. Because as yeah. women, you know, that never stops. And if you don't have them in your life right now, go seek them out. You'll find them. They'll come, yeah. whether it's through friendships. Uh, networking connections communities or even hiring someone to work with you whatever it might be for you uh, it's available yeah yeah that, that's a good piece of advice and if you were to advise a woman in her 50s who wanted to start you know her own business what would you suggest to her well I, I think it goes right back into that definitely get mentorship definitely get communities uh, tap into communities of people that are involved in the kind of business you think you want to move into you might change your mind and you know that's okay you can change your mind <laughs> it's really important that you know that if you make one decision and you go down that path and you know it doesn't feel right or it's really not feeding your soul you know it's okay to stop yeah. uh, but I think that's the key be kind to yourself uh, remember baby steps better to do a, something every day and that do bite the elephant you can't eat an elephant all in one bite right and yeah. what happens sometimes is people jump in and they go crazy and then they're like oh you know and then they and they get overwhelmed or freeze or or just yeah. feel like they can't fit it into their lives it's better to do a little something every day than to do a whole lot and then do nothing and I think that's really really yeah. in getting that's started true. in a new endeavor in your 50s or any age Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And faith, uh, success may mean different things to different people, and it's not just financial success. So, what is success to you? You know, for years I would have I would have probably focused on the financial because I was trying to get my financial act together. <laughs> it's funny how it. Up to the fact that we're all naturally abundant, but life is naturally abundant. And when you can sort of give that a rest, you really get to the deeper meaning and significance of what you're doing in your life. So for me, it's knowing that I've made a difference in people's lives. It's knowing that I've contributed in a way of opening doors for others to step into their bigger selves, to step into their... Their, their brilliance, their genius. I believe that genius relies within all of us and I feel for myself success is how much can I create an environment and act as a catalyst to stimulate the genius in others and thus stimulate the genius within myself. That to me would, is, is the definition of success.
I love this definition of success. <laughs> um, yeah, I believe that, you know, feeling fulfilled and happy about your life is about finding a balance between your physical life, your mental life, and your spiritual life. What do you do to, to keep or to find this balance in your life? You know, uh, for me, it's being outside uh, in nature, hiking, spending time with my husband because we were like best friends. So having quality time together where we're not talking business. <laughs> hard to do because he's a photographer and he loves what he's doing. So, you know, it's hard not to talk about what you love. But, but just to spend that quality time, uh, my spiritual life uh, some you know I, I really do my best to try to at least meditate 15 minutes a day and to do the rebounder and get exercise and get out there and hike and walk and enjoy the beauty I mean after all we moved to Sedona Arizona so I really want to be utilizing the gifts that are all around us so to me that's what creates balance is exercise uh, time for inner reflection spiritual life friends and you know my husband and other friends that we have I love to entertain so entertaining uh, you know again just having friends over and enjoying each other's company great what in your experience is the number one secret or a uh, number one secret for the 50 and beyond phase in life oh Stay open, stay flexible, and uh, you know, stay open to the opportunities that are in front of us because they're in front of us all the time. I had to look at my notes for a second. Yeah. I also want to just, and that's that implies also continue to learn. Always be a student. Um, continue to learn all the time. Never feel like that you should stop learning because you know. To me, if you stop learning, you stop growing. And you stop growing, you stop, you know, the juices stop flowing. You want to stay sassy and young at heart. And uh, so keeping an open mind, being flexible, learning and applying and growing, uh, that's the most important thing. Faith, thank you so much. And I, yes, for being with me, for, you know, sharing with me your experience. And, you know, this project really aims at helping other women who mm. do not believe like we do that you know at 50 there's so much that you can still do and learn and uh, you know uh, experience thank you because your story and your experience i'm sure is going to be of great help to many women oh thank you so much for having me this is something that's very near and dear to my heart so it was perfect timing thank you so much Thank you. I really hope this conversation with uh, Faith has been an inspiration uh, to you as it is always an inspiration and a reminder to me whenever I listen to it. Um, and I re really hope it's also an encouragement to all of you who feel stuck in your life, especially if you are in your 50s and uh, and beyond. So an inspiration and encouragement to really take the first step towards 
you know, a new beginning that helps you live a better and more fulfilling life at any age. Um, as I said in the show notes of this episode, I will include the link to the book the Female Leader Empowerment, Confidence and Passion that you can find on Amazon. But I also want to give you a little gift. That is my chapter, the chapter that I wrote for this book, a, a chapter that Faith and many other women whom I have interviewed have inspired uh, me, with whom I've shared uh, our life experiences, as I said at the beginning, at a time in your life that can be challenging, but also very promising because you really experience everything in a different way if you are ready to be, as Faith says, more flexible and open to uh, live the opportunities that life really offers us at any age. So to your prosperity and success, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. You will also find the link to listen to the episode in iTunes. And if you uh, enjoy what I'm sharing with you every week, please leave us a review. We will appreciate it. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to discuss, uh, also with some uh, guests, please get over to projectprosperity.com forward slash contact, where you will find a web form that you can fill in and uh, leave us, send us your questions and uh, topics that you would like me to to discuss in uh, the future episodes of the Prosperity on Air podcast. So, as I said, to be able to uh, get access to the show notes, go to projectprosperity.com forward slash 013 um, new beginnings. I say that again, projectprosperity.com forward slash 013 new beginnings and you will be able to access the show notes for today's episode as well as to be able you will be able to download the uh, chapter i mentioned in this episode included in the book the female leader this is my gift for you and a tribute to my friend faith so thank you for being with me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I wish you a wonderful week and I will see you next week for another episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast.
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.